Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Responses to our show question tonight, I actually really disagree with, and others crack me up because I'd forgotten all about them. Uh, but that's part of being a fan, is some of these memories are, for better or for worse, imprinted on our brains. For instance, I think that Brian Flores to Miami was a great fit. <laughs> They traded everybody away. They were looking for the overall number one pick. Were they trying to get Trevor Lawrence that season? Something was I don't remember. If that might not have been the right year, but they were working their arses off to try to get high draft picks and essentially go through a rebuild. Flores was the scapegoat. He had to stand in front of the locker room and explain why it was that they were trading away all their best pieces. I think Laramie Tunsil was one of the guys they traded. That Minka, tra- too, I believe. Yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick as well. That was the year that Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger got hurt and Mike Tomlin traded for Minka right. and people went crazy. Yeah, I completely disagree with that. I think Brian Flores was, he did the best with what he could. And the fact that he... Well, the fact that he had a beef with the front office, that he felt like his accusation is that the ownership actually promised him bonuses for losing games so they could tank, quote unquote, and earn the number one pick. He lasted there for multiple years. And he wasn't... Yeah, he he wasn't a guy that wanted to make waves. But when they fired him, he spoke up about what he felt like were his convictions and the way that he had been treated poorly. He was out of Bill Belichick's system, too. He was really big on discipline and accountability. I, I, I disagree with that. That's just my perspective, though. Remember, that was uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's tenure in... In uh, Miami, over to Atangavaloa. I'm trying to go back and look at the records. So the Dolphins, as they were trying to tank, 5-11 and 11 his first year. They were 10-6 and six his second year. And isn't that the year that Ryan... No, no, that was with the Jets. Oh my gosh, I was going to say Ryan threw a bunch of interceptions and they lost in the final week of the regular season. But it, it wasn't that. It was they were needing other dominoes to drop. But they had double-digit wins 
their next season. They had back-to-back winning seasons right in 22 as well, or 21 as well. 21 season. Goodness. I don't know. You guys have some really high standards. It's probably a good thing fans don't make hiring and firing decisions. It was over 500 into his rookie season. Right. Yeah. I don't, Terrible. I don't, I don't think so. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. What are the most ill-fated coaching hires and the worst ever coaching marriages uh, that you can remember? Jeff on Twitter says the college of coaches that the Cubs used in 61 and 62. Uh, Robbie says George Seifert with the Panthers. Well, he had obviously come from San Francisco where he'd won titles with the Niners. And so it didn't look like that at the time. Uh, we're getting some really great responses on our show account after our CBS producer Jay is retweeting them. You can also send your questions for Ask Amy, anything which is just over a half hour from now. Phil is listening in Illinois. Welcome to After Hours. Oh, Phil is gone. Bye, Phil. It was nice talking to you. So send your questions to either Twitter or Facebook, and we'll get to them coming up before this hour is done. The reason we're talking about this is because of Adrian Griffin. And his was a marriage slash union that I think was doomed from the beginning, not because of Adrian. I don't think he got a fair shake. I think it was doomed because the front office first wanted him to work with this guy, then wanted him to work with this guy. They never knew each other. Then there's a trade with Damian Lillard. They send away some really quality pieces uh, to bring in Dame. It's been tough for he and Giannis to find a rhythm and groove on the court. Maybe he was still finding his identity as a coach, and players mentioned identity as well. But isn't that to be expected? You were a player in the league, you get all of 43 games, and if you're only 30 and 13, well, you better find your identity more quickly. I mean, who's to say that this team wouldn't have ended up settling in, finding their quote-unquote identity, and then building on what they've done and the veteran experience they've got and using that in the playoffs? I'm blown away by this. How can you be that impatient? And he had 30 wins in his first 43 games. Except according to some of the the reports out there is also according to Steve Pfeiffer, who joined us last hour from Milwaukee. They weren't turning into a championship team quickly enough. What? How do you know? They won 30 games. That's nuts. Uh, Tommy on Twitter says Nick Saban, when he coached the Miami Dolphins, lied to the fans and left after one season. All right. Uh, Let's see. Joe goes the other direction. Mike Price, University of Alabama. (laughs) Some of these made me laugh, actually. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Mac on Twitter says Gus Bradley and David Culley. Oh, Gus Bradley. Uh, I'm. That one, it it has been the punchline for some NFL jokes. But the David Culley, I actually feel bad for the guy. He was in the NFL for 40 years. He waited forever to get a chance to coach. And and I'm not saying that D'Amico Ryans isn't the right hire now. 
But it sure feels like Nick Casario set him up. Use David Cully because they knew it was going to be a tough year. They knew that the team was not in any position to succeed. And so they brought him in because nobody else wanted the dang job. Remember, they they offered the job to like nine different people. Maybe I exaggerate a little bit. Nobody else wanted the job. And so instead, they kind of used him as a transition. You know who else was used that way? Jim Tom Sula in San Francisco. He was also used that way. He was a longtime coach in the Niners organization. Finally gets a shot. Finally gets a shot to be a head guy. And it was really just as a sacrificial lamb. It bums me out for these guys because they're so loyal. They spent their whole life in football. Spent their whole lives in football. And here's Adrian Griffin looking for an opportunity. Just wanted a chance to kick off his head coaching career. And you would think 30 games would be enough. Nope. Because they weren't a championship caliber team quickly enough. Well, you don't win championships in January. They literally didn't even go to a playoff series. How could you know? Exactly. But they want to bring in Doc Rivers? Why not just hire Doc last year when he was available? The whole thing is just, it makes no sense whatsoever. Dan is listening in Wisconsin. Dan, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, um, you know, coming from Wisconsin, the diehard Packer fan, and Mr. Packer was Bart Starr. He's such a great man, a great player, but Mm -hmm. what a disaster he was for coaching. You know, they gave him the GM job, you know, it was, it was just everybody loved him, but he was just not, he was just ill-fated. Hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate when you have a really nice guy who just doesn't do the job or, or can't do the job. Maybe it's hard to evaluate, know when to pull the plug. Uh, and I don't know about changing legacy and all that jazz. I don't think it affects Bart Starr and how he's remembered. Um, but I do know that it's a bummer, right? When you want so badly that person to succeed just because everyone loves him. So he's so beloved. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves him. You know, they wanted mm-hmm. him to succeed. Right. But anyway, thank you, Amy. Have a good morning. Thank you, Dan. Good to hear from you in Wisconsin. Jeff is in Illinois. Welcome to After Hours. How you doing, Amy? I'm good. Great. Uh, it's my first time. Uh, I just started listening about three months ago. You're awesome. Nice. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I had to say uh, uh, Nick Saban, but someone else took that. So I just wanted to say, as far as the Ask Amy segment, I know it's not it's 20 minutes away, but I just wanted to say I was happy that you found someone because I'm 55 and I never have, so I think I'm going to die alone. But that's, no, hey, oh, that's, no, 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 no. See, I thought that, Jeff. I thought that my time had passed. I was invisible. Sometimes I still feel invisible. Um, but at the same time, now looking back, I never gave up. My mom and I never gave up, but now looking back, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I will say that. Like I, some friends of mine would tell me this and I don't know if it, you know, if this uh, resonates with you or not, but some friends would tell me all the time, if all you wanted was to get married, you could get married in 20 minutes. 
Like, there's plenty of people out there that you can marry, but I didn't right. want to just get married. I wanted yeah. the whole thing. I wanted, and it's not a fairy tale to say that, but it is a miracle that we found each other and the two walks of life that we came from that were completely uh, not ever going to intersect, if not for my mother, right? Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, I, it was worth the wait because I didn't just want a marriage. I didn't just want the wedding right. and, hey, someone to spend my life with. I wanted to be all in and and wanted him to be all in and it was worth the wait and i think being right. not being a 22 year old kid helps too right because at this point i know who i am and and i'm not willing to change who i am and it's the same for him no that's true and but you're a triple threat so i'm surprised it took a while triple you're, you're, threat. You, you got the star you, you got the star wars i love star wars yeah you got, you got sports and you're pretty. So I don't oh, understand. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm also intimidating. Some men tell me I don't. I don't get that part. But thank no, you. Know why? <laughs> you know why you're intimidating? Because you're like me. You just say, speak your mind, and I Uh-oh. like that. That's great. <laughs> Thankfully, and Bob a- is not intimidated. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's a lucky man, and that's all I wanted to say. Oh, but thank you. You have a wonderful night. Thank you, Jeff. You're very kind. I appreciate the sweet words. Uh, I, I I don't know about the triple part, but I do know that there are people that thought I was a major threat. <laughs> triple threat, huh? Triple threat. I like that. Uh, that or could I be a five-tool player? Can we use uh, more sports, more sports metaphors? I, I think more badass, though. <laughs> do <you>? I do. <laughs> Especially considering that my background is in basketball, and so, yeah, I, I know the triple threat well. I could even demonstrate the triple threat position if you would like me to. Um, but Maybe someday. I've taught it before to kids and high school, uh, high school students Five star alike. <laughs> I don't know about that. And I definitely wouldn't be earning a million right out of high school. <laughs> but that was really sweet. Uh, don't give up. Seriously, don't ever give up. If you give up, that's how you know it's not going to happen. I was just telling my kiddos uh, in Sunday school on this past weekend uh, that it's never too late to stop and turn around and do the right thing. It's it's never too late ever for for the, the dreams that you want and the goals that you have to to come true in life, unless, of course, what you want is to be a supermodel on the cover of SI. In that case, I think your time has passed. It's mostly because of SI, not so much because of you. Uh, but that's that's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, and then on our Facebook page, too. Yeah, we got a lot of your walks down memory lane with the, the coaching hires. Let's see. Chris says, Washington football fans remember Steve Spurrier. Basically, all he wanted to do was play golf and would stop practices for tea time. Marvin Lewis ran that team in 2002. He did give us the quote, hindsight is (laughs) 50-50. Let's see. Alan on Twitter. How about Mike Singletary and the Niners? Yeah, that's another great example. He was a Hall of Famer, is a Hall of Famer. Uh, He was an incredible athlete and leader himself and he was so beloved as a player but just couldn't quite cross that bridge I guess there was such a disconnect with the players and a lot of times the best athletes will tell you Larry Bird said this too though he did actually have some success as the coach of the Pacers but he said the hardest thing for him the reason he walked away from coaching is because he he was so frustrated when the athletes were not willing to work as hard and sacrifice as much as he was when he couldn't communicate to them about work ethic and hustle. And when he could do it himself, but he couldn't get them to do it or, or communicate to them how to do what he used to do. And he just couldn't lower his standards. And that is kind of the hardest thing for a lot of 
high-profile Hall of Fame athletes is their standards are so high. Like, Tom Brady would be a terrible coach. Terrible coach. Michael Strahan, actually. It's kind of fun that uh, you bring this up because Michael Strahan himself, who's a Hall of Famer, was a guest on the Let's Go podcast with Tom Brady, and he was talking about why he could never coach. You know one reason I don't think I could coach? Because I don't know if guys could live up to yeah. what I would expect them to do in order to yeah. be great. Yeah. Because I don't understand somebody doing something just to be a do it. Like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it anyway. Be great at it. Be the best that you can at it and not just do enough to, to get by. And I think I've been around quite a few guys who do enough to get by, and it bothers me. I could not be a coach and talk to a young man, watch him not get the best out of his abilities, and more so than that, have him talk back to me as if yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Then you're going to see the first coach player fight um, out there on the field where the coach is actually fighting the player back. <laughs> Not a, and it won't be one of those push and they jump in between. No, it will actually be a brawl. Uh, good for Michael Strahan. He expresses it very well. Speaking of Tom Brady and the Let's Go podcast, I'm not sure if you saw the recent quotes floating around with Greg Olson and this kind of pending move because this weekend could be the last game that Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson do together. Uh, if in fact, Tom Brady assumes the position as the number one analyst. And honestly, you cannot listen to Tom Brady's show and not hear that he's practicing his analysis. So we'll let you evaluate as he looks back to divisional weekend, looks ahead to the championship Sunday games, you can evaluate whether or not you'd like to listen to this version of Tom Brady in the booth. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up. couple more from our Facebook page now. Frank says, Rich Kotite for the Jets. Just ask Boomer. Oh, I might. Uh, Thomas says, Adam Gase for the Jets. What was that? Oh, my gosh. Do you guys remember his pre his pre-introductory press conference or his introductory press conference when his eyes were bugging out and and. The the memes and the gifts about his eyes and uh, the intensity and the fact that his eyes were looking in one direction up in the right corner and the question was somewhere else in the room. It, it was, no, seriously, it was freaky and nobody heard a word he said, not one damn word he said, because all we did was was watch his eyes. Was that the worst intro presser of all time? Well, that and Tim Tebow with the Jets as well, right? Because he was a third-string quarterback. Oh, and oh. why is a third-string quarterback <laughs> doing a true. press conference? That is true. Yeah. Principle alone. Right. Seriously. Uh, love these answers. These are hysterical. Uh, so, the, the Adam case. <laughs> Thomas says, what was that? Uh, Greg says, in all caps, how does this list exist without Mark Tressman from my Bears train wreck? For sure. Uh, here's another one for t- Adam Gase at the Jets. Uh, let's see. Tony LaRusso with the White Sox. Mike says that on our Facebook page. Um, I saw another one that's really funny. I have to read it to you. It says David Bat. <laughs> Who? Not David Blatt, but David mm. Bat. He took over from the Euro League to the Cavaliers, and then LeBron James came back, and they said, nope. I think he may have coached two handfuls of games in that season. Well, actually, he lasted one year. I think it was the second year with LeBron. I, I could be wrong. 
I thought it was the second year with LeBron that they ousted him. But I'll have to go back and check. Don't quote me on that. Sometimes uh, these all blend together. And then Joe says Steve Spurrier in D.C. His collegiate style did not translate in the NFL. All right, so these are some of your responses. The most ill-fated sports hires at the head coaching job in history. And I mean dig deep and send your last questions for Ask Amy Anything. That's coming up in 20 minutes. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. They're going to throw a tight end screen left to Kelsey. Trying to angle to the far pylon. Stretching out. Does he have it? Does he have it? It's a touchdown. Kansas City. As Kelsey able to get his elbow touching the pylon. And that now sets an all-time NFL postseason record. Mahomes to Kelsey 16 times. We always are emphasized getting the ball to Travis, um, but passing anything that has Brady and Gronk in it is, is special because uh, those are two of the greatest players. I mean, Tom is the greatest player. They're one of the greatest tight ends of, of all time, and so those are great and postseason players. Um, and so to be mentioning that and passing that, you, you appreciate that. I mean, it speaks to Travis and his work, being able to go out there and make plays in big games. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The unmistakable voice of one Patrick Mahomes. It's funny to hear people react in the wake of the victory in Buffalo and how people were actually believing that this was the year. What is that phrase? Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Remember? Okay, so Jay, stick with me on this one because I know you and I have talked about this multiple times on the air. Remember how going back to... The 22 offseason. Okay, so 22. No, no, I, I take it back. 21 into 22. Okay, so pre-22 season. And the AFC West made moves like they were going out of style, right? It was all about the Russell Wilsons and the defensive players and the all these star free agents that were brought Possibly into. the four best teams in football yeah. were in that division. The yeah. AFC West was going to be the best division in football. And how many times do we hear, that's it, the Chiefs run is over. How many times did we actually hear people say the Chiefs may be the worst team in that division? Has anyone seen the Raiders history? Anyway, that was the year that they went on and win another Super Bowl, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. <laughs> and they all mentioned the preseason and how people dismissed them unceremoniously despite the dominance they'd had in the AFC West. So people kind of bought into the Chiefs will be unseated in 2022. This year, Patrick Mahomes has his, I'm using my air quotations, worst season yet. He's not going to remain the MVP. And once again, people broke their legs jumping off the Chiefs bandwagon. And somehow they stun us again. Stun us. That was sweet. Quote, unquote. I can't get over what he said in the visitor's locker room. Now, he may have been a little bit delirious considering there was no hot water. But on Sunday, NFL Films captures Patrick Mahomes pulling the Chiefs in together in the locker room and saying, they got what they asked for. This is what they asked for. I mean, that is true. Didn't we get that from Deion Dawkins? 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, they asked for it. Yeah. And they got what they asked for. Uh, hey, but he said, this ain't done. No. Uh, we come back next week uh, ready to go. And turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. It's true, isn't it? The Bills wanted the Chiefs on their own field because that was going to turn the tables. Oh, right. Tom Brady says, haven't we had enough overlooking, again, quote, unquote, underestimating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? He's an incredible competitor, and I think it's on display in the biggest moment. So I, everyone, I got a lot of questions for you. And what do you think? It's at Buffalo. And I said, the guy like Patrick, he he doesn't doesn't phase him. He doesn't care that it's in Buffalo. He wants to go out and play who's ever the best to see how he matches up. And he always seems to play his best in the big moments. And you know, even the Super Bowl where we got him in when we were in Tampa, he was, you know, he was running all over. He ran for 450 yards, you know, horizontally across the field in order to get passes off. And there was kind of an onslaught of pressure. But he still, in those moments, was giving his team a chance to win from his athletic ability, his tenacity, his competitiveness. He's got so many of the intangibles. So beyond his ability to throw the ball, run it when he does. He had a great run yesterday. I think he's got these intangibles that everyone believes. He's a fierce competitor. They got a great team. They're really well coached. It's been a great organization. Five, six AFC championships, actually, in the last six years. That's that's pretty impressive. Tom Brady practicing his analysis on Let's Go on Sirius XM NFL Radio. And, of course, now it's about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs taking on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And, yeah, there's a lot of positives and a lot of superlatives about Lamar. It's a different type of style of play. You know, obviously, when you watch him and versus guys who maybe, let's say, have prolific passing stats, he is just prolific production from the quarterback standpoint with his rushing and passing. And it comes up in big situations like third down in the red area. And they use him so much as a dual threat that it extends the drives and it really wears the defense down. It's a very frustrating style to play against. So even though they're not thrown for 350 yards, which they do that from time to time, you know, it's really a balanced offense that you always feel like you're on the defense. You can't ever be offensive on defense. You can't push it. You always have to 
truly be a defensive player and react to everything that Lamar's doing because the guy is phenomenal in space and they go run play actions and they, they have such a unique set of plays because everyone is pursuing the run game so much. It can create some space in the passing game and then you give up easy passes and you don't know what to stop. See what I mean? Tom Brady's working on it. He's working it out. Could you imagine him in a booth next to Kevin Burkhart? I think we've seen a different side of Tom Brady since he started doing this show and obviously leaving New England, getting to Tampa, and then retiring. He just, he was done keeping his tongue under wraps. <laughs> Remember, I'm 45. I got a lot of bleep going on. I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of going on. See what I mean? He just, he was done. He was just going to say what he needed to say, and Bruce Arians encouraged that, and it was okay. You already know. <laughs> And now, because he took the year off from retirement until getting his broadcast gig started, he's had the opportunity to step into it, to try it on for size. All right, let's give him one more shot, shall we? On Let's Go, Niners-Lions NFC Championship. I think it's going to be very tough to beat the Niners. They're a very well-rounded team and have been for the last four or five years. They've got... Tremendous pass rush, linebackers, secondary. So defensively, really good in the kicking game. And then offensively, I don't know if Debo's going to play, and that's a tremendous loss if the, if he's not out in terms of production. But they run it well. Brock's had an incredible year in the MVP conversation. So you got a quarterback that's playing an MVP level. you got a running back that's playing an MVP level. you got incredible receivers. you got one of the best tackles in the game, Trent Williams. Great defense, a very well-rounded team, really well-coached. Niners just got to get over the hump, and they made it to one Super Bowl against the Chiefs a few years ago. And you know, if those two teams play well, it could be a rematch. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. This is hard, right? Because Greg Olson's really good at his job, and and he'll slide to the B team is is essentially what will happen. I hate using that A B C. If that's the case, I'm on the X team. <laughs> Although X these days, never mind. I, never mind. We hate X. We hate the word X. Throw up the X. Next question. <laughs> but Tom Brady's Tom Brady. It doesn't matter if he comes up with eloquent, flowery, well-spoken, well-enunciated analysis. All he has to do is tell us what Tom Brady is thinking as he sees a defense line up across from a quarterback, and it's worth listening to. Now, I don't want him to stutter, but he, he, I mean, he's a pretty well-spoken guy. He seems pretty comfortable in his own skin. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And as, as much as I like Greg, Greg's not Tom Brady. And maybe Tom Brady decides after two years, eh, peace out. But... Maybe he doesn't, and maybe we really like it. So just give him a chance, all of you TB12 haters. All right, a couple more here on Facebook that cracked me up. I've completely forgotten about Rex Ryan with the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> For good reason. Yes. Wasn't that the Pagula's first hire? I think when they bought Mixed, the team, yeah, I, right. I could be wrong, but I feel like it was their first hire. Craig on Facebook says, you know, he says the Pagulas wanted a face of the franchise and an experienced coach. We know how that worked out. Yeah, never a good idea in the NFL if your coach is the face of your franchise. Uh, Scott, I love this one from Scott, and we did this earlier. We went through this exercise and the revolving door of Cleveland Browns coaches. Cornell, Mancini, Chazinski, Pettin, Kitchens, pretty much every Browns coach between Davis and Stefanski. That's, that's Scott 
on Facebook. So We're true. We're in Cleveland. Nothing is easy here. Oh, hi, David Blatt. Uh, and right below him on our Facebook page, Freddie Kitchens, Cleveland Browns from Mike. Yeah, I'd forgotten about if you don't wear brown and orange, you don't matter. Again, that, yeah, for good reason there. Right. Uh, and then one more. Anthony says Willie Taggart, FSU. So, so Florida State, there comes one with uh, college. Oh, gosh, I love this one. I forgot about this, too. Anthony, Jerry Tarkanian with the Spurs. Tark was a great college coach. Tark the Shark. He was a great college coach, uh, but with Spurs, that was never going to work out. Jay, you've got one. What is it? Carlos Beltran with the New York Mets. Oh, not even one game. I think he, he didn't even two, two and a half months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not even a game. He got fingered for the Astros cheating scandal. Uh, who? I mean, everybody essentially blamed it on him. Yeah, and so he got fired him. before he ever. Over before it started. <laughs> before he ever managed a game. All right. Find us and continue with your ill-fated coaching hires on Twitter, A-Law Radio, our Facebook page. Coming up next, Ask Amy Anything. You are. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Yeah, yeah, let's get this party started, Producer Jay. Sometimes I talk too much and take your time, but not anymore. We've got a lot to do. We got bleat to do, so let's go. Let's jump right in. So we'll start, of course, with a little at post-wedding preview. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Kathleen wants to know, how is Bob adjusting to the cold weather and snow? Um, bravely. He's bravely adjusting. He actually does take the dogs out first thing in the morning before I ever get home from work. Uh, and then 
he goes out and goes to the gym, lunchtime, bundles up. He's got himself a new pair of snow boots. My mom gave him a coat for Christmas. He's been wearing one of my knit hats without the pom-pom on top. He took it off. He's got his hunting gloves just in case he goes into the woods. And he, he does very well. He doesn't love it, but he bravely goes outside when it is required by domesticity. 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 All right. You ready for this one? I'm proud of him. Yes. Gregory asks, oh, okay, it's a statement. Uh-oh. Couples should each have their own bathroom. True or false? No way. I don't think so. I mean, we do have two bathrooms at our house, but we both use them. One's upstairs, one's downstairs. And one of them doesn't even have a, it has a medicine cabinet, but no cupboard or no, whatever that's called, no vanity. And so we have to have all our stuff upstairs in the same bathroom. And I'm okay with that. We have conversations. Not, okay. Not while we're going to the bathroom, but like brushing our teeth or just getting ready or yeah, I've lived by myself before Bob for 20 plus years. So I never close doors in my house. I mean, I'm generally in the bathroom and there's pets in there, so whatever. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good with sharing the bathroom, sharing everything. I mean, nothing to hide. Come on in. Let's go. Let's have a party. A lot of food questions about Bob and, and the cooking. So David wants to know what are the what are the best meals Bob makes? A couple. Of oh, them. anything on the grill. He comes up with these wild concoctions of seasonings and marinade. Uh, one thing I was not prepared for is the fact that his his seasoning collection is three times as big as mine. And so I told him we're never buying seasonings again from now for the next 50 years. Like, and now until we're neither, we're not on the planet anymore, you, you and I have enough seasoning. So he comes up with all kinds of fun, sweet and salty concoctions. And of course, then here I am thinking we have every seasoning known to man and somehow we don't have Worcestershire sauce. Don't ask me. Uh, anyway, he grills salmon and steak and burgers and vegetables. He's amazing with the grill. He has a pellet grill. It came all the way from Texas, and it is a beaut. Perfect way to transition into the food questions here. Brian wants to know, what fillings do you prefer in a burrito and or taco? Yeah, I don't do a lot of burritos, but I will say that on my tacos, and I do soft tacos only, uh, I don't like the how the crunchy taco shell falls apart. Uh, I am a meat and salsa and cheese and avocado sometimes. Uh, I don't do beans in my tacos. Bob does, so we have to have separate plates for because I don't want refried beans, uh, beans touching my tacos. But you know what my biggest thing is? Before I ever put the meat down, I spread sour cream all over my soft taco, all over my, my wrap. Oh yeah, so good. The, the sour cream has to go first, and then it goes meat and salsa and avocado and shredded cheese and wrap it all up down to a science i like it. oh yeah in fact we almost had a taco tuesday but i think we ended up doing oh actually we had leftovers because we made shepherd's pie on monday so on tuesday we had leftovers just really you think in 2024 we'd have a technology to make a hard shell taco that doesn't crumble the second you Every bite time. into it but yeah but then it might be artificially doctored and Maybe. we don't we don't want that. It'd be better than it crumbling, though. I don't need a preservative added to my taco shell. <laughs> All right, moving on. Dan wants to know, have you ever been to a buffet breakfast restaurant? Like a, a brunch where you... Oh, absolutely. Some of the hotels, some of the best... Uh, the nicest hotels will have, like, these huge brunch spreads on Sundays or something. Um, and so, absolutely. 
there you can go and you get sandwiches, but you also get French toast. You can get eggs, but you can also get salad. Uh, so, yeah, it's all kinds of fun to go to a brunch place. Have it your way. Uh, Dan also asked. <laughs> no, not Burger King. Yeah, not Burger King. Dan wants to, he also asked, can you make a swirl ice cream cone correctly? No. How would I do that? I just need an ice cream machine. Yeah, I don't, I don't have one of those. I just Teenage take a spoon queen. and the carton, and that's how I eat my ice cream. All right. Susan asks, Twizzlers, sweet and sour, yes or no? I've tried them. Really? Yeah, they're good, but because I prefer sweet and sour, like Sour Patch Kids, that sweet and sour combo, uh, the Twizzlers won't ever compare. I'll go straight standard Twizzlers, not black Twizzlers, because that's disgusting, black licorice, but... I prefer the sweet and sour of Sour Patch Kids. You know what? I was totally thinking like Chinese food sauce, sweet and sour Twizzlers. I did not realize that they were like first like Sour Patch Kids and then sweet. That's mm-hmm. on me. Yep. Uh, Tom wants to know, do you really eat pork rinds? I do. Oh, my gosh. Ask producer Jay. We housed a bag of spicy barbecue a couple weeks ago. They were delicious. Yeah, they were so good. Uh, the people at Rudolph Foods send them to us. The Ancho Chili is also really good. Here's the one that I want to try that I've just never found. That is the blackberry habanero. If you really care about me, Producer Jay, you'll find some blackberry habanero pork rinds. Also, did you sign up for TSA PreCheck yet? No. That's Which your Christmas present. First? You're not You're not doing it, are you? No, I actually, I'm, I'm definitely uh-huh. doing it. I mean, yeah. my plans uh-huh. are booked, so that's my next uh-huh. step. So. Uh-huh. Today. <laughs> Charlie wants to know, did you inherit your mom's love of math? I did. Now, uh, I prefer my math in different ways. Uh, different doses and different scenarios, stats and that type of thing. She thinks calculus is fun. I do not think calculus is fun. But I do think when you use math in a in a baking situation, right, doing equations and expanding or uh, shortening, not shortening, but uh, reducing the recipe, all that stuff, all good math. Not to mention math helps you learn how to be a critical thinker. So she just does math for fun. I use it practically. Another follow-up from Charlie wants to know, what were your favorite subjects when you were in school? Well, accounting was my absolute favorite. I took it the first time as an eighth grader because I, well, I was a smarty pants and I needed a, a class to fill out my schedule. So they let me take accounting, which was an 11th and 12th grade class. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine having an eighth grader in your upper level accounting class? Uh, I was, I'm sure the teacher's pet just and all that stuff. Anyway, loved accounting, loved English because we got to read and write. I really loved speech class, but that's not when I decided that I wanted to be a radio host. Hated art class, could not draw a stick figure with a ruler, was constantly getting frustrated by art class. Trying to think what else I, oh my gosh, loved chemistry. The periodic table, bring it on. Love chemistry. Yes, did not like biology because I did not want to dissect dead things. Frogs. Gross. They smelled nasty in that formaldehyde. Do you remember formaldehyde? Yeah. Oh, the worst smell ever. Ugh. Connie wants to know, do you still have any old school technology like a VCR or a Walkman? I don't have a Walkman anymore. I finally got rid of mine, I don't know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I do have a VCR. Oh, do I? But only because I've got old videotapes of things like my high school graduation or, you know, just my my last college basketball game, those types of things. So I do have one, but it's wrapped up and it's in a box somewhere. I I just have it just in case I might need it. And I also have, get this, a, it's a DVD player that's not Blu-ray. What? It goes with my spare, it goes with my spare TV when I'm working out. Would a landline be considered? Oh, I still have a landline as well. 
I, I need. I could get rid of it now. It's barely even plugged in. But I had it because Grammy Helen could hear me better on a landline. All right, this is a running question here. Eric says, "I know you run mar. I know you run half marathons. My friend in California takes super beet juice, and he swears that this <laughs> is the cheat to running them because it increases the blood flow in a big way. Yet past, and he doesn't." It still passes drug test. It's not illegal to run with. Drug test? I didn't know they did that for no Oh, my gosh. It's but. a vegetable. <laughs> he uh, says this is true. I I don't know about that specifically, but I do know that beets and other purple vegetables, uh, like uh, eggplant, uh, like anything purple, grapes, uh, grape juice, those are supposed to be a great boost, haha, uh, on the day that you run. So I will agree with that, yes. Stanley wants to know, have you ever been sturgeon fishing? No, but I'll ask Bob if he wants to take me. Uh, come from Mike. He says, what European destination would you want to travel to besides Denmark? Can't go to Denmark. I want to see the Swiss Alps. And I also, I actually have never been to England. I've been to almost every other place in the UK, but I've never been to England. So I also want to see Southern England with the castles and all that. Last before rapid fire, Lisa wants to know, have you ever gone surfing? Yes, but not very well. <laughs> I'm much better at water skiing. Close out here. Hat trick or shutout? Oh, give me a shutout any day. Thin crust or deep dish? Thin crust. You get more pizza that way. Fly or teleport? Fly. Free airfare for life or free hotel for life? Oh, free airfare. Give me. I rarely stay in hotels anymore. I use Airbnb instead. Vampire or werewolf? Neither. I don't. I don't want to see either. Zip, zip line or rainforest or swim with dolphins. Oh, swim with dolphins. That's on the bucket list. Fight a raccoon or fight a snake. A raccoon. Oh, mm. yes. I don't know. <laughs> Ew. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.